Ah! What are you doing? That's, I don't know. It's like sort of a Jack Black thing. <laughs> Just L- loud and kind of not funny. Yeah. But <laughs> you, what I'm going you for. Sort, you sort of still kind of a little bit laugh. Hoo-yah. Yeah, just I'm, making, I'm not just kung fu noises, but like redneck style kung fu. Shadwin, Shadwin, welcome, ladies and germs, to Press Play to Save, episode number one thirty-eight. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson, and dripping at master control simultaneously. Dun, dun, All dun. of you are at the mercy of my domain. Well, apparently, I can just unplug a couple cords, and you got nothing. Yeah, apparently, all you have to do is lean back, and everything gets all kind of jacked lean up. Lean back. Yeah, don't do it anymore. I'm doing it. Oh, no. Hang in there. I don't even care. There's Mr. Christopher Chaos Stump. Chaos. Yeah, don't, don't, don't bring us into chaos. This is my domain. This is chaos with a K. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Howie's sitting it out again, so I'm surrounded by buttons and screens and a little intimidated, but hey, and a piece of paper laying across them because, you know, I'm old. (laughs) Handwritten. Give you give your spectacles to push, push to the edge of your nose. I don't like, think hmm. I can write a full page hmm. of text to save my life. My old arthritic hands would just fall <laughs> off. It wouldn't work out. And, of course, uh, joining us remotely is Mr. Brett Lonegar. Hello, sir. Hello, everyone in Indiana. Yes, Hello. and beyond. How is Britain this time of year? Britain. <laughs> Breton, uh, it's it's been pretty rainy, pretty rainy Fourth of July. Yeah. And, uh, Your accent <laughs> is, you know, a little modern. A little is it? Modern. Is it? Yeah. I, I don't, don't know uh, how to approach any of the things you're saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm he's just not in it... Britain anymore. He Brexited. Oh, topical. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Anybody else tired of the Brexit jokes and the Brexit memes? I. I don't know if I've I've seen any. I haven't seen any. I spend too much time on Imager. That's the truth of it. But hey, guess what? we got to get started because it's time for some trivia poker. You guys remember the rules? Sort of. No. Mostly. Not at all. All right. You get 15 space bucks or press Press points. Press points. 15 (laughs) press points. And I'm going to read a question. You can gamble up to 10. If you then, after I read the answers, get it right, you will get 30 points back. If you uh, get it wrong, you will lose your 10. However, if after I read the answers, if you know, you can bet a maximum of five for a 10 return. This is so mathy. Uh, and I'm the one who Sweet does all the math. Justice. I'm going to quit talking about it. But also, you can call BS on somebody if they think they're going to know before I read the answers. And uh, and for and make fifteen points of your own I, well, against them. You know, before we go into it, Brett, how's your how's your uh, current events gaming doing? I need to know if I need to bet against you or not. Oh, <laughs> uh, are you pretty stale these past? You know? I, I think so. Oh, I did. Excellent, excellent. I, I might know a little bit. I might know a little okay. bit. Okay, okay. Mm, depends well, on low, low confidence level. Depends on how I'm tricky pretty- I wrote there. How tricky. I'm going to get with these questions. Let's get into this thing. All right, you guys got a total of 15 in the pool. Howie's got 15 in the pool, too, and he's he's not even here to do anything about it. So we better not screw up. If Howie, uh, well, he can't win. He can only tie. That's what we decided. Well, he he can win if we all go negative. If you guys, that's true, if you go negative. Because if you you wager the points and miss it, then you lose them. Yeah, And then he's automatically winning. What a sad, sad day this might be. I don't even know how you would go negative. I'm, I don't even remember things. But let's get started anyway. Do it. 
It's time for question number one of Game Trivia Wicked Inclusion Edition. Are you guys ready? Sure. I'm ready. Here we go. Question number one. Microsoft is looking to celebrate and promote diversity through the most effective route possible by expanding their avatar options. What player is Microsoft adding to avatars in order to promote diversity? Wait, before you read the answers. Does anyone care to wager a bet? I do not. (laughs) Brett? No. No. Uh, Not at all. They're going to reserve. All right. So the max bet has reduced to five after I read these answers. Is it A, they're adding what they call, quote, Asian-friendly eye forms, end quote. B, they're adding mannerisms such as demure and gruff to both male and female avatars. Or is it C, they're adding wheelchairs with sweet green rims. Does anyone care to wager a bet at this point? (laughs) (laughs) Um... I, you guys are going to stay? You're, I'm, I'm going to bet one. You're going to bet one point. I'll bet one point. All right. What is your answer, Chris? I, Brad, are you going to bet anything? Uh, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know this. Uh, can, right. can you run through the answers real quick? Uh, they're adding Asian-friendly eye forms. B, they're adding mannerisms such as demure and gruff to both male and female avatars. Or C, they're adding wheelchairs with sweet green rims. I, I'm... I'm going to say B. That is incorrect. No, I lost a point. Xbox head <laughs> Phil Spencer revealed the news in response to a user tweet saying that they're not far off from adding wheelchairs to avatars oh. on your Xbox account. No word yet on whether the wait is the result of mocap delays due to Microsoft executives stealing the chairs for joyrides down campus accessibility ramps. All uh. right. So Chris is at 14 for the day, and Brett is safely with Howie at 15. (laughs) I'm winning. (laughs) All right, here we go. Question number two of the current events news trivia. Ready? Wicked Inclusion Edition, yada, yada, yada. PC and Xbox One owners can mod Fallout 4 already, but PS4 users are still waiting less and less patiently to be allowed on the mod bus. But Bethesda has delayed it again. What details did they provide in the tweet explaining the delay? Does anyone care to place a bet? <laughs> Nothing, Brett. <laughs> Not yet. I'm, I'm, go- I'm going to after I hear the answer. Uh, I'm, I'm out, too. All right. Is it A, we're impeded by the 900 megabyte mod limit Sony has put in place? Is it B, the only weight limit mod currently available also gives female characters enormous bazooms, and that won't fly with Sony executives? Or is it C, not a damned thing, only that it's delayed? Anyone care to wager a bet? I will, I will wager, wager three points. Three? I have three to do that math. And five points. All right, five. you guys both in chat. I'll review the answers, and you guys get ready to give me your answers in chat. You ready? Yeah. All right. A, impeded by the 900 megabyte limit that Sony put in. B, uh, the mods adding some uh, some uh, uh, some dirty pool that's not going to fly with the Sony execs. Or C, they didn't tell us a damn thing. Air answers in three, two, one. It looks like both of you went with C, and both of you are correct. Yes. <laughs> so Brett makes six points, and how many? You bet five, Chris. I bet five. So that's uh, ten points for 10. you. Oh. So where are we at total wise for the day? Brett is at twenty one, and I am at twenty four. And Howie's at 15. Howie's at 15. <clears throat> All right. 
Uh, those uh, those crap weasels aren't really being an open book about the delay. I'll tell you. But the mod size limit has been cited by numerous sources, and I didn't I didn't buy it on the Steam sale, so I'm uh, I'm still waiting to be able to mod it. You jizz whistles. Somebody needs to get on that crap. I'm getting frustrated because I want to mod my PS4 How Fallout 4. Did they did they give an estimated date? No. Not no, e- they not sure even didn't. like like fall no. or anything? No. Huh. No. Indefinite. They are being buttholes. Wow. Well, I think what it is is they're running into Sony's limits in, in some capacity and they don't want to trash Sony because that's yeah. not going to help. It's not going to help get it done. No. <laughs> and that's But they could and we'd be fine with it. Right. <laughs> so, all right. So you're at 24, 21, and 15, correct? Yes. All right, then that's going into the final question. This uh, this will decide who gets to go into the lightning round. Boy, if it was Howie that won and went to the lightning round, it'd be really uneventful lightning round. <laughs> but we would still run through them for 30 seconds. I, I, I just read one question and sit there for 25 seconds, I think. Is how, anyway, question number three of the uh, Game Trivia Wicked Inclusion Edition. Windows Phone users have long been left out of the best parties in the mobile space. Forced to hang out in its mom's basement with BlackBerry and WebOS, even though, you know, WebOS keeps claiming it chose not to go to the party, but, you know, whatever. Windows Phone finally got a nod from the cool kids. What is it did that what it... <laughs> I typed this very poorly. <laughs> what is it that Windows Phone is finally getting? No wager. No wager. No wager. No wager. You guys are wusses tonight. I I don't know any of these. I need to read more. Is it A, it finally received the Steam app iOS and Android users have had since 2012, only in the form of a Windows 8.1 app and not Windows 10? B, why iTunes, of course, along with annoying update messages every time the phone is restarted? Or is it C, a Microsoft-branded knockoff version of Game of War called the Blonde Balmers? I'll wager five. You're going to wager five. Five uh, for Brett. I'll wager. You have to. You, if he gets it right, you're gone, man. You're gone. I want to destroy him. <laughs> I'll wager three. You're going to wager three. Are you going for a tie? Ooh, <laughs> I'll have to drive over there. All right. All right, get ready in chat as I review the answers and then uh, and then give me your answers on my mark. Are you ready? Uh, is it A, they finally received the Steam app, but in the form of a Windows 8.1 version, not a Windows 10 app. Uh, they received iTunes on uh, the Windows phone or a Microsoft-branded knockoff of Game of War. Answers in three, two, one. Brett says A, they finally got Steam. And Chris says C, the Microsoft version of Game of War. The answer is A. No. Yep, Steam. <laughs> I think I do remember reading that. Like, yeah. I, when you read the question, I was like, I don't know what it is. That was a very generic other, question. Yeah. The other two seem very improbable. <laughs> very Especially improbable. the blonde Balmers, but Chris thought that was dead on. Hey. <laughs> That's right. It would appear Valve has been sitting on this version of Steam for some time and only recently decided, eh, screw it, just release it. It's not like we're going to have to support it for more than a few dozen folks anyway. <laughs> so what's the final tally there, Chris? Uh, he had 31. Oh. And what did you have? Uh, I had 21. Yes, 31, 21, and Howie at 15. 15. That means Brett's going on to the lightning round. Oh, man, I'm nervous. Yep. Got 31. Brett won uh, last time, I think. Last time we played. So, all right, here we go. Where's the I, lightning I've, round? Here's I've lightning got round. the uh, the timers ready. Oh, all right. Are you ready, sir? <clears throat> I, I guess. Chris, I'm... tell me when to go. And start. 
According to info discovered within the ROM for Super Mario Bros. 3, what was another color Nintendo considered for Mario's overalls? Purple. Incorrect. Pink was the color. Close, though. A whole bunch of Uncharted 4 copies were stolen before the game released, only to show up where? Pirate Bay. Secondhand stores and game <laughs> stores, but another good guess. You can play PC has, uh, or you could, you can play PC games on Steam Link on your TV, and you can play PS4 games on your PC via remote play. What will Xbox One and Windows 10 have come September 13th? What is the yeah. Xbox One version of Steam Link and remote play? Time. The the uh, Windows for what the live games Windows <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm just gonna Those say words till I get it. Order. I'm afraid uh, that is incorrect. The answer is play anywhere. That's what I meant. <laughs> well, I'm sure it is. Uh, Pirate Bay. <laughs> Either way, purple was pretty close for Mario. Purple overalls. was close. That was close. So, But no points in the lightning round, so Brett walks away with 31 points added to his total. Uh, Chris, do you have the, the, the running tally? That puts Brett at 106. I am at 100. And oh. Howie is at 40. Oh, it's a tight race between you two. It is. It Good is. golly. Howie's got some catching up to do. But that's okay because guess what? It's time for a new segment that we call Blast from the Past. It's not a very blast like some Blast from the Past. There we go. That's good. Okay. That works. That works. Let's go with that one. new segment what do you want us to do yeah yeah yeah. come on gotta iron out the wrinkles brett what do you got for us i have some games that were released around five years ago but not quite five years ago actually a little more than five years ago i was still in diapers well that's unfortunate (laughs) but But we do have they were released when though in those years they're released in July. In the which, month of July. July. That's now. That's now. That's that's now. That's now. That's, that's today. That's, that's uh, today are. in uh, 25, 20, I don't even know how many more days. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So um, we have Limbo, and we are also going to talk about Bastion. You know, I Limbo think it's interesting Bastion. that these are the two games we're going to talk about because usually the middle of summer is the dry period, right? Yeah, yeah. It's when none of the big releases come out. And at the time that these games came out several years ago, it was like uh, you had the Xbox, you know, Xbox Live Marketplace on 360, which was changing the game, you know, for indie developers. And you had these games both come out as like in the middle of the dry spell because, you know, Microsoft was trying to fill that giant gap. You know, they couldn't ever they couldn't go to Ubisoft and be like, hey, release Assassin's Creed during this time. Ubisoft like, get out of here. Nobody wants to talk to you. (laughs) Do we ever consider that? I remember they had the uh, they had the summer arcade sale, and That's right. uh, yeah, yeah, it was and the I'm, summer I'm, of arcade sale. That, that, that was it. That was it. So, and I wonder if that was to do to uh, compete with Steam and uh, their summer sale. It, it absolutely was interpreted that way as a gamer. At that point of view, we were already hooked on Steam sales, and back then they were new enough that we were buying. Hordes of stuff. Right now, we've pretty much bought most of the things we want that come out in the dirt cheap, you know, zone. Well, we've and a lot of up. a lot of those games that come out now come out relatively cheap. People yeah. have realized that dropping the $50, 40 dollar games isn't what people are going to buy just to try. Right. They want the twenty dollar games that go on sale for half off. Right. And when Xbox Live Arcade first came out and games were very successful, um, there weren't five dollar games. Right. They games were ten to twenty five bucks. 
on average. Uh, the $15 mark seemed to be a lot of games came out right there. Like they were, it didn't matter how small and how simple Microsoft was always setting that price up there. And so to have a sale had the potential to really mean something right. for a change. So, so, um, I played Bastion, but I did not play Limbo. And you guys have played both of these games? Yep. Okay. I've played both. My experience with Limbo is less than my experience with Bastion. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and talk about Bastion first because that's the one I played. I've played Bastion <laughs> on two different systems. I've only played it on PC, uh, but I actually didn't play it when it first came out. Right. I, I played it later on on one of these. I don't even know if it was a Humble sale or a, a Steam sale or something. Um, but this game was so different at the time it came out. It was so not like any other game you played, not just because it was just colorful and I hand, hand painted. Uh, yeah, it had that hand painted Pas- look. Pastelli. Yeah. Pastelli. And mm-hmm. that, that was all beautiful and new and colorful. It was also but, an isometric action game. Right. And which was, is not something that we'd seen a lot of. Isometric action that was also, it wasn't just a flat earth you actually were generally up on these islands or tiles. Yeah. So you could roll off the level. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really grabbed this game for probably majority of gaming population was it was told like a story through a narrative. Through a narrator. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it was a good narrator. He sounded cool, too. He's like, yeah. hey. The, <laughs> and kid, there he was. the kid picked hey, up the weapon. That's not what happened. Yeah, no. you roll off the edge. No, yeah. that's not what happened. No. He didn't. <laughs> Which was great because the narrator was responding to what you did. When you goofed up, he would kind of be like, no, no. Right. <laughs> well, it, it did that part, but it also was the story. Yeah. I mean, he was he was playing the story. He was doing the back noise as you were playing through a level or discovering an item. And when you got to a point that was meaningful, he was the one talking about why it was meaningful. It was all very fluid. Right. It was actually really well done. Because it, he wouldn't say the same thing every time you'd fell off the level. I mean, if I remember distinctly, if you fell off like three times in a row, he would say something different. Yeah. Like, okay, is this for real? At some point, uh, the kid focused and started. Right. Before, and, you know. and there was there was definitely some thought in there with the developer said, you know what? It's one thing to just, you know, say something every time you screw up. Yeah. But to look at these different instances and possibilities, it was actually very intuitive of of them, uh, but this kind of paved the way for a lot of indie developers for this new type of game where it was, it had the RPG, it had the action, but it had this whole new dimension of gaming. Yeah. That, I mean, I was told by so many people and reviews and articles that said, if you play Bastion, you either put on headphones or you turn that volume up yeah. because that so, is the game. Yeah, yeah. You have to listen to. to I, I later played it on iOS. And, um, like, I was like, I'll play this in the car on a plane, you know, because I'm always, you know, jet sitting everywhere. You know right. how I am. Um, <laughs> and no, no, no. Like, unless you've got, unless you've earbudded up and you've tuned everything else out, you're going to really miss on the feel. Right. It is, it's about the atmosphere that it created. Right. Yeah. So, what about, what, what was your experience with Bastion there, Brett? Uh, also uh, exclusively on iOS. Right. Uh, I played on the uh, iPad 2 I used to have and um, it, it was great like the I was I was impressed you know I know some people have an issue with the um, you know the touch directional pad uh, you know kind of touch analog stick yeah. 
Yeah, I, I so suffered I that after playing it on 360. When I played it on my <laughs> iPad, I was like, okay, this is an adjustment. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it would have been much more. Um, you know, obviously the controller is going to be better than the touchscreen, so uh, I, I would have appreciated that. But you know, it 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 worked. It looked great. I was honestly kind of amazed. You know, um, this is still relatively early in iOS's life, uh, at least somewhat. And uh, you know, I was pretty impressed that you know this essentially, uh, you know, um, console game in my head. Granted, it's a an indie game is you know running on this um, iPad here, and I got the full game. Like I was pretty impressed with that. So yeah, uh, I think I got it on sale like during the holidays for like a buck ninety nine or something on iPad. And I remember thinking, there's no way that this is gonna look as good. There's no way it's gonna it's gonna play as well. And and I was like, holy cow, they did a really solid job on the iOS version. I was blown away. I it, I struggled with the controls, but I but like you said, I was like. This game looks good. I mean, I could tell the difference, you know. It wasn't running in 720p or whatever on my big screen. and But I, I remember I'm looking at it going, this looks as good as I would want it to look on this. It looked really nice. Yeah. Now, would you guys still recommend somebody play this game? If they have not played it, I would definitely still recommend it. Yeah. I think it holds up well because of that art style. It's It doesn't really date like a pixelated game. Yeah, it's not even retro. I mean, well, it keeps 3D to a minimum, and that's a big thing. 3D evolves a lot, but we've gotten to the point where we can do 2D about as good as we want to. Right. And as a result, the, and the style that they gave it, which is, uh, ah, there's a word for it. You know, it's like a, I don't remember, but like su- pseudo-Japanese RPG style of uh, aesthetic. But like you guys said, with sort of a hand-painted look. Uh, yeah, it holds up, I would I, say, very well. I think well. they were all hand-painted. I think the levels are, that's the art style. It was handcrafted. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it one bit. I'm looking at screenshots now, and I honestly, it's been a, a while since I've seen this, and uh, it, it looks great. Like, it's kind of making me want to play it. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it was like 120 levels. I don't I don't know the number, but they, they, were all, they were all hand-painted. Uh, yeah, it looks like there's a lot of watercolor involved, and yeah, gosh, it still looks great. So, <laughs> I, I mean, we're talking uh, five years ago, july this came out and five years doesn't sound like that long ago but it sneaks up on you really quickly Mm -hmm. and the way that you can still praise a game like this not just us but the community as a whole i i can't think of hardly any organization or group or gaming community that bashed on bastion where they said you know what this game sucks you didn't know about the the bash bashers the bash bashers bashers the bastion bastion bastards I, the, ba- I, the Bastion, yeah. the, the Bastion, Bastion bashing bastards. I like that. <laughs> yeah, we, we got B-cubed. it. Cubed. Print it. <laughs> I, I, this game just holds up so well. It's still so pretty. I'm gonna end up playing this again. I hate you guys. I don't think I ever 100 <laughs> percent finished. Oh, that. I know I didn't. I know I, I sunk several hours in, but I know I never finished. I, I it. think I was around the halfway mark, and I was I was playing a couple other games on the side, so. It kind of just got lost. These but. aren't the kind of games I usually finish, though. You know, right. I finish games that you that I put like three hundred hours into. Yeah, games that you put like uh, you know anywhere between four and twenty hours into. I never finish those games. Yeah, I don't know what. What's my problem? I can't. I couldn't tell you. But well, there's many. But I want to play it again. Just talking yeah. about it making me want to play it again. I mean, to me, that's a good sign right there. Yeah, and I think we're gonna stir up a lot of listeners' feelings too. Of you know what? Even if they did play it and beat it. You can go back and try again and maybe do a different route right in your on. RPG. Right on. 
Any so, final thoughts from anybody yeah. on this one before we go on to Limbo? Then Limbo it is. Let's, Let's limbo, talk limbo. about Limbo. Limbo's a game with a stick, and you walk under the stick, but you have to like lean back It's real so far. weird that this didn't even get invented until uh, six <laughs> years ago. I, I can't believe no one else picked up a stick and said, walk under Jack it. Jack, be nimble. Jack, be quick. Jack, go under <laughs> Limbo stick. What? Nothing. People like performance art. I'm just yes, saying. Yes, they do. I was actually limboing while I did that. That's why I was away from the microphone. I wouldn't. I couldn't tell. No, you wouldn't be able to tell. You can't see me. Nope. You can't see me. Anyway, limbo was so, even well, further back in time, wasn't it, Brett? Yeah. So I th- I do believe limbo was out in 2010, uh, and I do believe there may have been another release in 2011. That may have. I'm not sure if that was the PlayStation Network release, uh, but I believe the yeah Microsoft had exclusivity for one year on the 360 for Limbo. So it was a year later when it came out on a PS3 and uh, some other systems. There we go. Yep. So once again, uh, uh, a summer of arcade game, mm-hmm. and once again, highly, highly uh, art style influenced uh, game here. Um, Limbo is single player. It is a 2D side-scrolling puzzle-solving platforming game. And we call it 2D because it is, but it also has such visual depth to it. Yeah, it's a very deep levels. Yeah, like like some of the levels just feel like they go back forever, and some of them don't feel like they have anything at all in the background. It's, oh. What? I I think... I think there was a, uh, I think what is executed, if, if you guys have no idea what Limbo is, uh, maybe do a quick Google so you can see this art style of essentially, um, everything is just, uh, I guess what you'd call a shadow. It's just the silhouette of, yeah. of what you are seeing. You play as a little boy uh, that is um, going through some pretty terrifying uh, brutal terrain. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dismembering. Yeah, this is pretty. I mean, I don't. Was this a, a mature game? It's. Uh, it, it looks pretty graphic at some points. I really don't know. I mean, was the ESRB even rating download only games back then? I. I don't know. It is currently rated by the ESRB as uh, T for Teen. Hmm. Which okay, I, well, I would say the reason for that is although kids, lots of children die and get slaughtered in this game. I mean, slaughtered. The everything because it's in silhouette, you don't see red blood. You don't see, you know, you see legs and stuff being ripped off and some pretty gritty sound effects. But, you know, rating systems, this is exactly where they're weird. Loopholes. <laughs> right here. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you, like you were saying, everything's inverted. Like you're completely in silhouette. Most of the foreground is in silhouette. It's the background is the only way that you can, you know, see what you're doing. Um, and except for your eyes, your eyes are white in it it's a very mysterious kind of looking game oh yes oh it's very mysterious very mysterious mysterious. and if i remember correctly there's no there there's no or there's minimal voice acting i don't remember any i don't think there's any voices anywhere in the game if i can remember correctly i don't even think if you beat the game uh, i won't spoil anything even though it's been out for years and years and years but if you beat the game, there's a very, very heart-wrenching ending to it, and I don't recall there being audio for that. But I might be wrong there. Right, and, and that even, and, you know, if that is true, I mean, that's even more impressive that these developers can create this game 
um, you know, a, a sto- uh, not necessarily story driven, but create these visuals um, with this restriction of this art style and still have you emotional at the end um, when, you know, these characters barely even have faces, you know, they're just eyes, no nose, no mouth. Um, And that's, that's pretty impressive to me. Yeah. Yeah. By all means. And the same thing with some of the, some of the creatures and baddies that you encounter in the game, you know, like that giant friggin' spider that's like haunting you the entire time, you know, that, thing just shows up and tries to you know impale you through the chest every chance it, it, it gets this is a a scary game oh it is i remember jumping quite a few times yeah and it's not cheap jump scares it's not cheap stuff you know it's not like something you know monster claws that someone jumps out it's nothing like that it's just something very quietly will suddenly become something and you're like oh my gosh i was been looking at yeah, that like- for the last 30 seconds i didn't even know what it was I thought that was a tree. Yeah, and that's not a tree at all. It's <laughs> a murder thing. Not a tree. It's a thing that murders. But uh but yeah, I we actually a whole bunch of guys were taking turns when we would play through this game. We were all just handing off the controller every time someone died. And uh we sat for a couple hours playing through this game because all of us were just so enthralled despite no dialogue, minimal story, even though there is a meaning, there's a deeper meaning to the game. You know, that is actually, you know, could start a dialogue on its own. It's not like it's plain. But after you finish the game, you kind of want to talk about it with somebody to kind of bounce ideas off of them. It's one of those kind of like the ending of Blade Runner. You're like, wait a minute, that just get all, you know, messianic on me, you know, that kind of thing. So I like it for that reason. But all of us just enthralled the entire time. And it was daytime. It's not like it was nighttime. We were all like, we just we didn't leave. We just kept playing it. And uh Oh man, I have you, a lot of a lot of fond, creepy you can memories of this game. Generally, get this game very cheap on Steam sales, or I see it in humble bundles all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bundle Stars has it all the time, just kind of thrown in there. Uh, so for a couple bucks, it's 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 kind of a powerful punch, kind of like Brothers Tale of Two Sons. It's not a ton of hours of gameplay, but like it feels like it because of all the the emotional roller coaster and the puzzles and the you know the intense gameplay is just kind of you kind of feel a little exhausted after it and it's not fast it's not like you know like super meat boy fast it's but it's not horribly slow but there are times where you have to stop and figure something out like i need to move a thing to get on another thing and and get past this but then there's other times where you're just trying to kind of coordinate what you're doing not like I said, not fast, but maybe like quickly to get through a timed puzzle or something like that. Um, but I mean, beyond just a puzzle game, it's just survive as a little kid trying to get through and survive this this sort of like weird nightmare, you know. So you might say he's trapped in limbo. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just uh, saying, guys. Uh, I'm just saying. So. Uh, Looks like it's also anything. on iOS, which I did not know either. It is on iOS. Uh, yes, I, that doesn't surprise me. It seems like, like it'd be more uh, than powerful. Four ninety nine. For how much? Ninety nine. Four. Four ninety nine. Worth five bucks. You, I, I would, think so too. I would rather play it with a controller. So yeah. you know, maybe if you get it, if it's on Android, maybe uh, get it and you know have a Bluetooth, Bluetooth controller going. Uh, but uh, but yeah, but I, I don't see any reason why this game wouldn't be worth giving a shot anywhere in five bucks or less, anytime. So any parting words on that one? Well, no, then guess what? It's time game. to... What's that? I said it's a good game. It's it is a good, good game. game. It's a good game. It's a good game. Both those games are good games. Now let's spin the Wheel of Destiny. It's time for Bundle Roulette. Dun, 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 dun. 
hard time actually finding my tab. I had so many screenshots of Bastion and Limbo open just now. <laughs> I was just going through them. I was like, hey, Chris. It's me. You played a game. I might have. What, oh, what did you play, Chris? I played The Master Plan. The Master Plan. Was it masterful? It, Tell us about The Master Plan, Chris. Yeah, it was, it was, it's pretty masterful. Really? I, well, for the right audience. Yeah. Um, well, if you remember when I first received this game, we had mentioned and compared it to uh, Hotline Miami. Yeah. Because that's the kind of the kind of same top-down style it kind of looked like. A little, a little more high fidelity uh, graphically, but, but right, yeah, same right. style. Um, it's actually, I I haven't played a lot of Hotline Miami, but I I've watched you, Corey, play it a couple times. Yeah. And it's not really as fast-paced as Good, that. Good, because that's my problem with Hotline Miami. Yeah. Well, at least not at the point where I was playing. Um, it's actually more of a it's a top-down strategy heist type game. So you start out, you're in jail, and it, it's it's a little bit of like a puzzle. You need to pick stuff up, interact with it, yeah, and then perform a heist. Ouch. So your your first little objective is getting out of jail, and then you escape with some. I like heists. Yeah. I like. Do they play a little less conversation by Elvis? No. Oh. Missed opportunity right there. Yeah. So you finally escape jail. You get back to your hideout, uh, and there is kind of like your home base, your hideout. Uh, you can hire goons and buy weapons. Right. Uh, of course, you can't really afford any of that because you're broke. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you need to go on heists to steal money or rob money or whatever you need to do to get money. Yep. To go back and get bigger, badder people and guns to go get more money for bigger jobs and et cetera. Yeah. So uh, your first couple missions are you don't even have a weapon uh, you have the option to you know knock someone out with your fists but right. you have like a little toy gun that you can kind of pretend and people are scared of it yeah uh That's so it, it really fell into like a strategy type thing and the, the early levels are fairly basic yeah. uh, you drive to the convenience store you kind of scope out what you're going to do and then you know you hold up the guy you get the money and you get out and it, it's pretty it's pretty simple in that regard it's also easy anyone could knock over a convenience store it's kind of <laughs> slow yeah uh and it's not kind of i didn't really expect that because i was comparing it to hotline miami which yeah, is a super which is fast ridiculously paced. fast yeah right so this is actually more of a slow strategy and i found myself enjoying more of the okay go in scope it out see what i want to do yeah i enjoyed that part more than actually doing the execution right because you know, it, some of it were so simple of just, okay, wait for that guy to go in the aisle and then hold the guy up and right. then get the money and go. And if you don't, then the cops will be there quicker. So there's ways to screw up missions and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and if you if things do go bad, you can just reset the heist, which was nice. Right. Because if you screw up instantly, like the guy was supposed to walk in the bathroom before you steal his key to the back room, but someone walked in. Right. So yeah, it's nice to reset. And... I kind of didn't like how slow it was. I didn't want it to be as fast-paced as Hotline Miami, but I wanted there to be a little more action because mm-hmm. you kind of you walk up to someone and then you cycle through a, an action wheel and then you select the item when you want to do and then you do it yeah. and then wait for it to play out yeah. and then you kind of go over there and action wheel and, okay, pick that up. And that was a little slow. I can see that. But it wasn't bad. It was pretty well done and i never actually got to these 
the higher missions, which you actually hire more goons and these weapons and I'm sure all kinds of other crazy things. But the things I was doing so early on was just, you know, go rob the convenience store manager and take right. his key and get to the back room. And then you have 20 seconds before the cops arrive. Yeah. And so there was a little sense of urgency, but mm-hmm. also kind of like a slow feel. Right. So I I appreciated the strategy part because that appealed to me. Mm-hmm. And I really liked going in, scoping it out, right. and checking this room and checking that room. But and, when push came to shove. Right. It seemed like. For me, it kind of lacked that excitement because yeah. I got all the excitement out of the planning and then the actual execution was just kind of bland. Anticlimactic. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, Chris, the reviews overall are mostly positive, but recent reviews are mostly negative. I, I wonder if it appealed to a, a large audience at first of everyone who just kind of, you know what, they wanted this game. They, this is what they wanted. They went out and got it, reviewed it. And then now... It's a bunch on, of people got it on, for 80% off on it's the Steam on sales, sale. and they're saying, you know what, yeah, even for 80% off, you know, it's not what I wanted. And I bought 30 games, whatever. and I'm just chewing through them, whatever. I don't like them. Right. And it, it's not really fair to base those kind of reviews on that. But yeah. You think you'll I, play more of it? I don't think I will, but I don't think it's a bad game. Yeah. It was definitely pretty polished, and I could see the longevity of it. Yeah. I just didn't really feel like getting to the point of grinding to that fun portion. <laughs> so I, I had my fun of the planning, but I get that thrill from RTS games. Yeah. So it, this had that aspect for me, but it didn't really have anything more that I wanted. Right. So I, and for all I know, there could be something down the road where maybe you can go buy a tank and just start rolling over buildings. Hey, I, I would I like, I, I like the idea of a game that with this aesthetic being what you're describing, but yeah, the execution would have to be fun. It'd have to be hyped. Right. You know? And the execution wasn't bad. It was just the style that they do it in just yeah. makes it a little more slow. If it had been a little more action-y, slow-paced action is what right. I would want out of the execution. Right. Maybe, yeah, a, a good, well-timed action, not a fast-paced action. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're definitely kind of against the clock with the cops coming, so they kind of had that factor there. It just, they seem to go a different route. And I would have liked it the other route. Yeah. But still a good game. And if you are into any kind of, you know, kind of the slower paced strategy or the heists, or I think this would almost appeal if you enjoyed the, the Grand Theft Auto heists. Yeah. This isn't nearly as, you know, action-y, but it's the same, the same feeling of planning something and going in there and executing it how you wanted to do it. Regular price is 20 bucks. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I I wouldn't recommend it for that much. I, that's why I said I didn't think you would. I I would recommend it for probably around the nine ninety nine. Really nine ninety nine? If if that was a game you were looking for, yeah. I wouldn't say pick it up and try it for nine ninety nine. I'd wait till the four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. For for the average Joe yeah. Schmo, what just, is this? If you want to just try it, you can catch it on a sale. Yeah. If, no. if you're interested in it, you can wait for a sale too. Well, that's bundle roulette. That's, that's two roulette. that have been not that incredibly painful. Not too bad. <laughs> Not too shabby. But you need to spin the Wheel of Destiny, Chris. Go ahead and... Uh, Here it comes. Choose thy punishment. You have chosen poorly. Do so. Do I, so. I got Frambo. Frambo? F-R-A-N space B-O-W. I have never heard of it, and it's a creepy girl with a cat. <laughs> I'm in trouble. 
<laughs> I've bit off more than I can chew. It is Franbo. Is it Rambo? Franbo is a creepy adventure game that tells the story of Fran, a young girl struggling with a mental disorder and an unfair destiny and with recent and overall overwhelmingly positive reviews, Chris. Holy camoly. Overwhelmingly this positive. This game looks messed up. It looks I'm like looking it, at some of the art and it is messed Yeah, it looks up. like a twisted sort of like Dark Side of Alice in Wonderland uh, version of an old scum game. But with you know with more polished graphics than the old scum yeah. games had, I so it's a point and click. Yeah, point okay. and click adventure. Not my cup like. of tea, but that's yeah, a, it's it a is legit genre. It is story rich, and I I appreciate a good story. Overwhelmingly positive for fourteen hundred people. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's and that's impressive. recent and overall, they are they are congruous. Wow. So check back in a few weeks to hear more about. Chris's adventure with young Miss Fran Bo. I'm assuming Fran. that's the the girl with the creepy yeah. eyes and the cat. Yeah, not Christ. the goat ghost behind her, necessarily. The goat ghost. It could be the goat ghost. That could be Fran Bo. We don't know. Chris will tell us. I will. But it's going to be a while. In the meantime, won't you follow us at Press Play to save on the Twitter? Follow Brett at Bretticles. You heard me right on Twitter and of course on uh, Twitch, where he streams live streaming wise. For, uh, for for the kids. And uh, also, wow. want you follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash betterkind. Uh, Chris, did you, or Brett, did you have something to add there? Uh, you said for the kids. Uh, <laughs> that may not be 100% true. When I say for the kids, I mean the kids who are on Xbox Live. Oh, yeah. And they're the vile, kids. wretched creatures. Right. The <laughs> ones that have sex with my mom. Those kids are fine. Those kids are all about your mom but and Brett, mine, too. Brett, who hasn't? You know? <laughs> right, right. At this point, really? At this point, it's I mean. not even worth asking. I, I should probably tell her that these people are. Uh, if she doesn't things. know yet. Yeah, I don't I don't wow. think she's aware. There's I don't a, think so either. There's a webcomic. Uh, I keep seeing pop up uh, a meme little comic thing and the. And I'm going to describe it to you because that's how comics work best. <laughs> um, where, where the you know, there's a kid on the other end playing multiplayer, and he's like, "Whatever, I had sex with your mom." And the older kid looks over at his mother, like, or like a young adult male looks over at his mother, and she's like, "We were going to tell you." <laughs> I always appreciate that one. So, in the meantime, yeah, take part there and take part in the discussion. Send us your questions or anything you want to hear us talk about uh, via Twitter at Press Play to Save, and we'd like to do that. Won't you run out? Give us a nice little review on Stitcher, iTunes, I don't know, wherever you get the podcast. There's a lot of podcast apps out there. Give us a nice little review. Help us reach some more listeners. In the meantime, we got to tie this one off. I'm Corey. That's Chris. Over yep. there is Brett. Yo. We are out. out.